0: good morning
1: and welcome to another edition of dfs today this is your friday april 15th edition we have the battle for both of the eighth seeds taken up in the plan tournament i am santino and i am here with the one the only friday night delight dave benkoff how you doing today buddy I'm doing fantastic, excited to be here,
2: excited to talk playoff hoops, play-in tournament hoops with you, and uh, getting everyone excited for this two-gamer.
1: Yeah, I like it, too. I think it's going to be a good one. Two two games that could go either way. Um, yeah, with that said, without further ado, let's jump right into it before the playoffs actually start. Uh, we have first game on the docket, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. The Atlanta Hawks taking on the Cleveland Cavaliers. 226.5 game total. The Hawks, the nine seed, the road team, are one-and-a-half point road favorites. Uh, on the injury report, we have Bogdanovich as questionable. John Collins, Lou Williams, both out. Um, Cavs have Jared Allen, questionable. Dean Wade, Collin Sexton, both out. What are you looking at on this Hawks side of the ball? They were yeah, in the that- Eastern Conference uh, just last year, or Conference Finals. Yeah.
2: I mean, I'm going to say as a Sixers fan, I think they got pretty fortunate uh, to get past them. But, you know, it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 not the podcast that we're going to be talking about tonight. But uh, when it comes down to the Hawks, uh, it's hard to avoid Trey Young in 9700. He is the highest priced player in this game, uh, but he definitely warrants that price tag. I mean, he's been sensational coming off a, a less than stellar shooting performance against the Hornets where they had an absolute beatdown of the Hornets, he still put up 48 fantasy points despite shooting 8 of 24 from the field and only made one three-pointer. I expect that to kind of uh, sort itself out and get closer to his averages where he can get to close to 30 points in this one, and should be able to, to do pretty much whatever he wants against this Cavs defense. I expect a strong outing out of Trey Young here um, going up against the Cavs. And then on the Atlanta side, it's, it's going to get very interesting. Um, Bogdanovich is questionable, as you mentioned, with that uh, sprained left ankle. If he ends up missing this game, I have a lot of interest in guys like uh, Danilo Gallinari at 50. Sorry, at 4,700, he becomes a very strong play. He's been getting starter minutes uh, the past few weeks, but I think his his actual usage is going to go even higher in this game. I also like DeAndre Hunter spend up a little bit to, to get to DeAndre Hunter 5,100. 5, He's coming off uh, a string of very strong outings as well uh, for this Hawks team where he had 34 fantasy points in that Hornets game. He's been much more efficient shooting the ball uh, in recent games, and, and I think he can provide a lot of value, especially if Bogdanovich is out. Uh, and then the final guy that I'm looking at is going to be Kevin Querter at 4900 Um, I probably like Don Ari a little bit more uh, at that 4700 price tag. So, was probably going to be more for tournaments only unless unless people really want to want to feed on the hawks here um I, i'm okay avoiding where they in, in, in most lineups uh and then as far as the front coat front court is concerned apologies um i i have to say that with john collins uh being out for this game um i'm i'm, I'm okay firing up uh firing up some of Clint Capella in this game. Going up against potentially Jared Allen, who's coming back, Um, he should be able to continue the strong play, feeding off a 15-17 and game where he only played 29 minutes against the Hornets. I I don't expect uh, Jared Allen, who's uh, arguably not going to be in the best shape coming off of of his recent injury absence. Um, I don't know how he's going to be able to handle Capella uh, in the middle, so I I don't mind Clint Capella's 7200. I think he's priced ver- really well. Um, and I think he can definitely contribute as well. So in order of of who I like on this Atlanta side, it's going to have to be number one, Trey Young, followed by Clint Capella. And then I definitely really love uh, Gallinari at 4,700 to round it out uh, as my top three on this Hawks side of the ball. Who are you looking at uh, on this Hawks team?
1: Yeah, and I, and I like it. I like Trey Young. Uh, He's had at least 47 fantasy points in his last 10 games. So he's hitting value there, even if he's not playing great. And you mentioned it last game. He had almost 49 fantasy points, and he shot just 8 of 24 from the field. So I really like Trey Young, and it only gets better if there's no Bogdanovich. I expect him to play, but if there is none, then he's just going to be in there for longer, initiating everything. We already don't have a Lou Williams. Um, You mentioned Capella. I don't love him, but he's had some success against this team. Uh, in four games against the Hawks, he's averaging over 40 fantasy points. Um, he has almost 15 rebounds a game. Uh, not shooting great, shooting a lot worse than he is against every other team. Uh, shooting under 49% when, uh, he shoots much better than that. Uh, 61% on the year. So it's really weird, but he's grabbing a lot of rebounds, playing really well against this team. Um, Almost three blocks a game and a steal. So Capella is is in play here. I think Akungu is for me as well for a very cheap play if we're going to get a couple of these studs in the lineups, uh, which a lot of like people like to do. Um, he's had success in this matchup as well. He's averaging over 25 fantasy points in, in both of his meetings against this team. And again, no John Collins, so that helps him. I like your Gallinari call. Uh, call. Uh, he's going to start at power forward. He's going to get a load of minutes here as well. Uh, and it only... Bumps him up even more if Bogdanovich doesn't go. Um, and Kevin Herter, I think he's pr- pretty solid. If there's no Bogdanovich, I prefer him over Hunter. Um, <clears throat> I might prefer him over Gallinari as well, but um, as is, I do like Gallinari call. And then Bogdanovich, if he does play, he's pretty solid as well. Um, I don't know how much you're going to have to keep an eye on and see how much he's going to play and, and what his restrictions are, if there are any. But... Um, he hasn't had the success in this matchup that you'd hope under twenty points in three games,, uh, but he can that that price tag's not bad. I would still probably go herder uh, with the price tag, but I don't think you have to not get either of them if you don't if you wanted one of them um, on the other side of the ball, similar story i uh Darius garland's only eighty five hundred I like going after that at forty one I think I'm rather just gonna pay for um Trey Young though, a uh, twelve hundred dollar difference isn't crazy, and I like Trey Young's upside a little bit more than Garland's. There, uh, Jared Allen is a tricky one. He's gonna attempt to play in this game, but what that means, we're not sure. Uh, it's, it's his finger, but what that means on how much contact, uh, if there, if <laughs> if he can take hard passes, I don't know. We need to to hear a little bit more about that. But if he can play thirty plus minutes, uh, that. I don't really want to go to him at 7,500, not playing in a while. Uh, but that dampens things on people like Kevin Love and Evan Mobley, who are in pretty good spots here. Uh, Lori Markkinen as well. So it, it would put a damper on a lot of that. Um, so we'll, we'll have to see what the pregame reports there. Because uh, if if Jared Allen can only play 28 or so minutes, I really like Evan Mobley in this one. And I don't mind having some uh, Kevin Love there. But outside of Garland, I might take a chance at LaVert at 6,500. This is a matchup where he can take advantage of. But I don't really love too, too much on this side. Uh, Levert, Markkinen are shots, but I think I would rather take uh, shots closer to Markkinen's price tag on the other side of the ball and in the next game. Um, But how about you?
2: Yeah, this Cavs team you mentioned, it's going to be interesting. They do have the backs against the wall here. um, So that could be an additional factor uh, for the Cavs, for the Cavs actually playing well and competing and really, and really going for the fact that they're trying to make the playoffs here. This is their last ditch effort. So because of that, I actually do like Darius for 8,500. Um, I'll actually take the price savings, although I do agree with the upside potential with Trey Young. Um, I think it's still, it's still something where if, if I have the salary, I'll go for Trey Young, but I'm okay uh, saving $1,200 here in this matchup and going after a guy like Garland. And then Karras over 6,500. His usage has definitely increased. Uh, he shot 4-12 against the Nets. I don't expect that to continue in this game against the Hawks. You mentioned he has a great plus matchup here. So I do have some interest in Karis LeVertis, 6500 500, um, to add that in. And then uh, depending on what happens with Jared Allen, if he ends up playing and plays limited minutes, then I don't mind going after a, a Kevin Love again at 5,900. I think that's a great price tag. Coming off a 36-point fantasy effort where he had a nice double-double off the bench against the Nets, I think they're going to have to rely on Kevin Love's outside shooting and his ability to space the floor against his Hawks team. Uh, I don't envision guys like Clint Capella uh, going out and guarding him there. So I do expect Kevin Love to play well, especially if Jared Allen's out. And then the same goes to Laurie Markkinen, who you mentioned, 5,500. He's another guy that can get hot, can space the floor. He didn't do much of that against the Nets, um, but I think this would be a perfect bounce back opportunity for him, and I'll take the $400 cost savings from Kevin Love and, and go to the bank there. So I do like, in order of importance here on the Cavs side, um, I'll have to go with uh, Garland as my favorite, uh, because I do think that he can still put up 50 fantasy points in this game, uh, followed by Levert, and then I'll round it out um, with uh, Laurie marketing as my third favorite option, and, and Kevin Love. Reserved only for tournaments.
1: All right. That leads us to the other game of the night, 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, uh, start tip off time. We have the New Orleans Pelicans taking on the Los Angeles Clippers in LA. We have a 217 game total, so much lower than the, the other game. And the Clippers are four point home favorites. On the injury report, we have Kawhi Leonard, Jason Preston, Kyra Lewis Jr., Zion Williamson all out, and Luke Kennard as questionable. I'll throw it over to you, my friend. What are you looking at, at this eight, nine seed game? Absolutely.
2: This is interesting. I love this game. Um, Even though it's a low game total, I think it can be very competitive. The Pelicans are riding high, coming off a big time victory against the Spurs. uh, And I expect that to carry over. And that starts with the backcourt with CJ McCollum, 8,900 coming off 51 point fantasy effort going up against the Clippers. Who? Has been just lights out uh in recent weeks. And I think he continues to to really push push the pedal to the metal here against the Clippers on the road. Um two teams that are definitely interested in playoff positioning um going into the playoffs. And and he would love nothing more than to send Paul George hacking uh without it going to the playoffs. So I do like CJ nine hundred and then also Brandon Ingram his backcourt made. They're finally starting to get a groove, uh, and Brandon Ingram is 7,800, um, so you can take some cost savings there. I don't think he has as high an upside as CJ McCullum in this game as well, so I, I much prefer CJ, but I don't mind Brandon Ingram is 7,800 um, th- to kind of round it out, and then the, the last guy I'm looking at is the, the big man down low, and that's Jonas Valanciunas coming off a 50-point fantasy effort, a monster double-double against the Spurs. I expect a similar type of outing, if not stronger performance, going up against Ivica Zubac on the other side of the ball. I think Valanciunas can get whatever he wants against this Clippers team. He is averaging in four games over 45 fantasy points against this team, so I do expect another strong outing. Uh, In terms of who I like. in order of of ranking who i like on this team in this game it's going to be valanchunas number one and eight thousand followed by cj mccallman eight nine hundred and then i'll round it out with brandon ingram at 800 if our salary allows it um and then you can take some shots on guys like jose Al- alvarado who is becoming uh, a nice spark plug off the bench for the pelicans but again I much prefer more of a balanced build to lineups uh, with this two-game slate overtaking the Stars and Scrubs approach. So we, we can pretty much uh, avoid Jose Alvarado in most formats. It appears we're some technical difficulties. Santino, who do you like?
1: on Oh, I session? didn't realize I was on mute when I was talking. That is my <laughs> bet. Um, yeah, I was saying I, I kind of do like Jose Alvarado at 4,300. I don't think it's a steep price tag, but uh, – he's had over at least 20 fantasy points in four straight games, seeing at least 22 minutes. If that's his role moving forward in the low twenties, uh, that's a solid price tag. I think he would continue getting uh, value again for a fifth straight game. If he can see that type of workload again, and there's not the, the Clippers aren't a huge team. They do have a lot of smaller people uh, for the most part. I mean, Paul George plays shooting cards, so maybe not exactly, but uh, <clears throat> they only have Zubak and is really limited as well. So they go, they go smaller. A lot. Marcus Morris plays some center there. So uh, I think Alvarado will see the 20 minutes. I I like that price tag here. I I like a lot of their value. And I don't mind going 4,800 at Jones. I I think this could be a a game where he could succeed in Um, Larry Nance Jr. Trey Murphy, or there is a tickle in my throat. Um, And then, Graham all very very cheap uh if you have to take a dart this is probably where I would go I can't guarantee that they're gonna continue in the roles Murphy's pretty much bouncing around everybody's bounced uh, a little bit uh but that's where I would take the shot if you're gonna go really really stars and scrubby but um in terms of the the big spenders on this team uh, I don't really want to go to McCollum I'm just gonna go I'd rather go to Garland if I'm paying down 500 and i'd rather go up to trey if, if i'm in that range um j val i do like 8k uh, you mentioned it he's gonna go against Zubats, uh Hartenstein a little bit too he's had success in this matchup four games he's averaging 45 fantasy points a nearly 23 actual points and over 13 rebounds he's had a lot of success at 8k i really do like him i'd prefer him much more than mccollum and brandon Ingram at 78. Uh, eight it's a solid balanced attack for him um he's averaging nearly 38 fantasy points in this matchup uh in four matchups he's played pretty solid uh McCollum has been better than him but I I like Ingram in this matchup and I really like JFL and if I'm going to spend up those are the two guys that I'm uh looking to do at on this side and on the other side of the ball again we can like all the the top guys because they're gonna they're really top and Paul George doesn't look like he missed a beat. Uh, back-to-back games of 57 fantasy points he's been fantastic and his season was in question which is crazy uh and both those games he played 34 and then 41 minutes in the last one so there is no minutes restrictions with him now uh i don't think we had to worry about that anyway because he was playing low 30s high 20s for a couple games but that is all done now he's going to play another 40 minutes if it's a close game um don't mind paying up for Paul George and getting Trey Young as well and getting a balanced attack. So I can't count out Paul George. He's, he likely has the highest upside on this slate, uh, but he is going to cost you. Uh, with, outside of him, um, Zubat's at 5'4, Hartenstein at 4'6. The inside of this team, I think they can do a, a little damage. Uh, as good as Joe Val is, you can get fantasy points against him and in this front court in particular. So I don't mind going to those two guys. Uh, Norman Powell, I was really high on him in the first playing game. Uh, he only took nine shots. I thought he was going to up. Or I thought he was going to play 30 plus minutes in this one. It did jump from 22 to 27. So that is a nice leap. I think he jumps to 33 now 34. Uh, so I don't mind taking a chance at him, but it is, it does come with some risk because he just came back from injury, just like Paul George, but uh, he hasn't jumped into the fire like Paul George has. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I like staying at Paul George, going in the front court here, uh, and then that's that's likely it for me. Uh, but how about you?
2: Yeah, it's interesting. The Clippers are, are certainly a team that, like I mentioned, backs against the wall, like we talked about with the Cavaliers. Uh, it's going to be very important for the Clippers to get off to a very strong start uh, very early, and this game is in L.A. I think Norman Powell is a great call for 300. Uh, he should get plenty of minutes in this game. Should should be able to get over 30 minutes in this game. Um, I I thought Norman Powell uh, was going to be a lock for 20 points in his last game. He didn't quite get there, but I think he's he's getting more and more comfortable coming back from injury. Uh, it's a great spot for him, and, and I love that price tag. Uh, Paul George at 10,000 is a little bit too high uh, for me in terms of what I'll pay. Uh, he has been playing fantastic, uh, so we're not seeing the the usual playoff. Paul George that we're accustomed to seeing in the years past. He's been playing pretty well so far. Um, so I don't mind 10,000, but I'd much rather take a guy like Trey Young and then 700 and take the $300 and, and save those those dollars for for someone else uh, potentially. But, but those are really the two guys that I'm looking at in the Clippers. I'm not going to take too many shots at anyone else like Reggie Jackson. His usage has really gone down. It's is 100 ever since Paul George has come back. He did have a 32-point effort in the last game against the Timberwolves, but I think the Pelicans are, are potentially uh, a worse matchup for him. Uh, and then same with Evika Zubac at 5,400. Uh, we talked about a bunch of value guys, and I don't think Ivica Zubac uh, fits the bill there at, at that center position. So I'm okay fading Evika uh, there uh, and really going after uh, Norman Powell is one of my favorite play on the Clippers, followed by a sprinkle. Um, if, if we have the salary for it, Paul George, but I'm okay – Uh, avoiding him and just going with Norman Powell here.
1: All right. That does it. Man, we long, long slate there. Uh, (laughs) 15-gamer, two games, two playing games, the last spots of the playoffs that start on Saturday. Super excited. Um, Before we head on out of here, do you want to run through our favorite plays? Uh, We could put just two, your two favorite plays, any tier, and why
2: absolutely so uh if we're talking the high priced tier it's no secret i think we both touched on it but it's going to be trey young in 9700 uh it's a fantastic matchup against the cavaliers i expect them to shoot the ball really well uh, and i expect this game to to really go over the point total uh which will equate to the additional fantasy numbers for mr mr young there so i love him uh and then i'll go m- the mid-tier which is my favorite tier um, in case anyone was paying attention on this <laughs> two gamer, um, there's so many great options, but the guy that I'm going to be looking at in that mid tier range is going to be Karis Levert at 6,500, uh, is, is staying with the same game. I think he, he really steps up for the Cavs and drives them to a victory here against Atlanta Hawks. I think he has triple double upside as well in this game. So I really like Levert as my as my mid tier pick.
1: All right. I like it. Uh... And I like those picks. Those are good, some good picks. Throw two different ones at you. Uh, I really like J Val 8K. It's uh, right on the borderline of high and and mid. Um, I think he's going to continue his attack on this, and you can get to the Clippers front court. Uh, he's had so much success against them. I I expect that to continue, uh, and he's been playing really well, so that also helps. <clears throat> I think this is one of the the good games there. Uh, and then you got. Another another play that I really like, uh, you mentioned it, you h- hit it on earlier. Uh, Danilo Gallinari in that first game, uh, 4700 30 minutes are becoming normal for him. Um, <clears throat> and then we're hoping that Bogdanovich doesn't play. Uh, that'll open up a lot of opportunity for him and get him extra shots there as well. So if that happens, if everything clicks, 4700 very, very good price tag for me. All right, buddy. That's it. We can tell the uh, the plans goodbye after tonight. And hello, playoffs.
2: Absolutely. So excited about it. It's going to be great.
1: Awesome. All right, before we head on out of here, is there anything else that uh, you want to say?
2: All I want to say is I hope everyone cashes and enjoys the the play in action as long as we have it.
1: All right, I agree, I agree. All right, everyone, have a great night.